It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. It's the most, everybody, wonderful time, everybody, of the year. I was the only one singing. But hopefully you and your car were singing along with me. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome to the show. I'm Adam Ritz. Jay Baker with me. It's the most wonderful. You're not going to sing with me? Well, you know, I actually have a restraining order against my singing. It's not legal in any state. You know, I've never asked you if you can sing. You have such an unbelievable speaking voice on the radio for 40 years, one of the best voices I've ever heard. Can you sing? I cannot sing. That's one of the little-known fun facts about Jay Baker. I cannot sing a note. There has to be one song, though, in your shower, karaoke maybe. What's the go-to that you can pull off without too much embarrassment? Uh, I would say probably Elvis's uh, Suspicious Minds. You do have some Elvis. I do have uh, a little I've, bit of Elvis. I've heard a, an Elvis voiceover you've done in the past. It was very, very good. Thank you very much. Say, give me a thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Well, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, end of the year, holiday, seasonal, uh, a time of giving. And we want to do a quick report on Toys for Tots. You've probably been in a public building with a giant cardboard box this month that says Toys for Tots. Uh, it's been a, an organization around since 1947. Uh, the United States Marine Corps Toys for Tots. A couple of interesting numbers here that are just blow your mind. Absolutely. When you look at all the good they have done throughout the years, 566 million toys distributed to date. So that's a very impressive number. And then you look at the children that they have touched lives for, 258 million children supported to date. So that's a lot of kids. And we all know this is the time of the year where there are people less fortunate than us. And this is a concrete, tangible way for you to reach out, share some of your uh, good fortune during this holiday season with someone less fortunate than you. And there's really an, an easy way to help out with Toys for Tots because there's certainly no shortage of these boxes. Um, I, uh, the, the gym I go to in the lobby, there's a box, the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots. There's, there's one at, at my church. Um, I've got another one I want to mention here in a second that I know is going to be there, and it's something I'm proud to be a part of. Uh, but when you're out and about shopping this holiday season for, for yourself, for your kids, for your family, there, there's really hardly anything easier than just picking up one more toy. I mean, you're buying a bunch of junk anyway. Just throw another toy into your cart, um, into your uh, allotment, of, or in, into your budge, budget, and you won't even notice that price really. It'll be absorbed with, with your entire holiday budget, but it'll make such a difference when that child opens up that present on, on Christmas morning. So back to the uh, Toys for Tots box that I'm proud to be a part of. I am uh, somewhat, you're going to find this amusing, Jay. I am a, uh, a, a, band, a band manager. I actually manage a, a, a musical band. I, <laughs> it's hard to believe. I have no experience managing artists, 
but I have somehow serendipitously backed into a relationship with an old friend of mine, and I now co-manage a Yacht Rock tribute band called The Naughty Yachties. It's through my work with Yacht Rock Radio. Uh, If you're curious about that, you can check out YachtRockRadio.com. But anyway, we have a, uh, a holiday show coming up on Friday, December 20th at the Vogue Theater, uh, historic Vogue Theater in Indianapolis. And to the first 100 guests that come to the concert that bring an unwrapped brand new toy for the Toys for Tots box, you will get a free captain's hat to wear to the concert. Now, if you're not familiar with Yacht Rock, it's all about the smooth, soft rock of the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, artists like Michael McDonald, Toto, Kenny Loggins, Christopher Cross, the smooth, soft jams that you'd like to listen to uh, on a yacht in 1980. Think glass of champagne, an ascot, and a captain's hat on your 65-foot yacht. And that's what the kind of the vibe of Yacht Rock is. So when people go to see a Yacht Rock tribute band, you got to wear a captain's hat. So this is a win-win for everybody. Just show up to the show with an unwrapped toy for Toys for Tots. You'll get a captain's hat to wear to the show. And that is coming up Friday night, December 20th. Uh, I'll post a link. Uh, Actually, I have a a link on my Facebook page right now, Adam Ritz Show on Facebook and Adam Ritz on Twitter, at Adam Ritz on Twitter, if you want to learn more about this show. You can always look up The Vogue online as well or thenaughtyyachties.com. Um, you're familiar with Yacht Rock, and I hope to see you at the show, Jay. I'm looking forward to it. As you said, the Vogue Historic Theater in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I've never seen a bad show at the Vogue. Great acoustics, great environment. And I have seen the Naughty Yachties on a couple of occasions. You and I have a couple of mutual friends that have been bowled over. They didn't know quite what to expect with, uh, you know, Yacht Rock. But the experience was great. And the band, as you know, is fantastic. And it's been fine-tuned. I know you're the manager, but, you know, they keep fine-tuning it. And you've been a a great influence on it. Well, I want to give big uh, thanks and and props to Lisa Sauce, who's really the band's manager. I'm, I guess, co-manager. I've sort of manage the, uh, the the lifestyle. I'm the lifestyle consultant because I, I, through my work with Yacht Rock Radio and my love of Yacht Rock, I've really sort of helped the band on on how to get that Yacht Rock look. With the, what, what color captain's hat do you wear with your white pants? I mean, you got to get that stuff right. Well, <laughs> and it's great to see the band wearing their blazers and everything because, as we know, these guys are great accomplished musicians. It's hard to get them out of bed anytime before four in the afternoon. So to see them on stage dressed up in their nautical attire. I got to hand it to you. You did a good job. It's Yacht Rock Radio and Captain Morgan present the Naughty Yachties Friday night, December 20th at the Vogue. Uh, More information. We'll just say my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Adam Ritz show. I want to pause here and thank our underwriters and our sponsors. Vibonomics. Thank you for helping us out with the resources to get this show on the air across the country. We're actually in the Vibonomics radio studios right now. Vibonomics is an audio experience uh, advertising marketing uh, software company. You can learn more about them at vibonomics.com. That's V-I-B-E, like think vibe and the word economics. Combine those two words, you get Vibonomics. Look for them at vibonomics.com. Once again, uh, I just want to say it's going to be a show that you will love. December 20th, Yacht Rock Radio, Captain Morgan present the Naughty Yachties at the Vogue with uh, 
I guess, benefiting proceeds. Well, not proceeds. It's up to you, the audience, to bring the toys to benefit Toys for Tots. And if you do, the first 100 through the door that bring a toy for Toys for Tots will get a captain's hat on us. So thank you so much, Jay. I'll see you there. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm getting ready right now. Get socially technical with The Adam Ritz Show. Facebook, Adam Ritz Show. Twitter, at Adam Ritz. It's social, technically. I'm in Columbus, Ohio with Stephen Ladd. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Hi, Adam. I'm great. Thanks. I am uh, happy you're here. Happy you're uh, joining us on the program. We talk about a lot of social awareness issues on this broadcast, and we will uh, categorize you as health and fitness. Um, Now, I want you to explain uh, not only to our listeners, but to me, what uh, you do with health and fitness from a holistic perspective. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what holistic means, but, um, you know, health and fitness to me is doing sit-ups and push-ups and trying to eat broccoli. What, what do you do with health and fitness from a holistic perspective? Well, holistic, the word holistic is used a lot these days as far as um, marketing and terminology. It can mean different things to different people. In our practice, we focus on uh, the person as a whole. Uh, movement and exercise is one portion of it. Uh, posture. Uh, awareness, uh, balance of the body right to left, nutritional food, proper water intake, uh, mental emotional uh, stress reduction, parasympathetic nervous system, uh, so the person can function uh, not just to build some muscle, not just to lose some fat, but also function uh, in all areas of their life at a higher level. I've seen you speak, and uh, one of the things that uh, made me laugh is um, you showed a slide of um, posture sort of an x-ray of three different people, somebody sitting up straight, and then uh, the middle image was somebody kind of hunched over. The third image was somebody really hunched over. And I got to believe when you show that slide and you're speaking to a group of people, what's the percentage of people in the audience that immediately sit up straight? That'd be about 100% of the people. Change change (laughs) their seated posture. We work a lot with posture um, because it affects so many different systems of the body. It, it, uh, it's a cause of many muscle skeletal pain issues. It's the cause of uh, fatigue. Uh, when you're fighting gravitational forces in bad posture, you're, you're, you're more tired, and therefore you're turning to more artificial stimulants, uh, caffeine and such, in order to uh, propel yourself through the day. Stephen Ladd is our guest. He is um, a holistic fitness expert. What's the name of your company? Uh, the Human Form out of Columbus, Ohio. Okay, and uh, is it uh, what's the digital website property name? Uh, humanformfitness.com. Okay, and during your presentation, you also mentioned, um, and this is a big one for me, and I know I don't do it right, but you mentioned how important it is to drink water. Um, I think your statistic was you should drink half of your weight in ounces. So I weigh 200 pounds. I should drink 100 ounces of water every day. That's a that's a lot of water to me, and I'll admit it. I know I'm I'm disappointing you. I don't drink maybe that much water in a month, um, I'm your new client, or you're trying to help me. What, what's your advice to a guy that's not really addicted to water? H- how should I tackle this task of drinking 100 ounces of water every day? And why should I? Why, how's that going to help my body or, or, my, or my mind? The, the symptoms of dehydration uh, run about 50 to 60 different symptoms, uh, ranging from fatigue to muscle aches to proper fluid uh, uh, through your body, uh, maintaining joint integrity, et cetera, uh, mental uh, acuity, clarity, learning, memory. And it doesn't take much. Two to three percent of dehydration in your body can affect your performance in all these areas. Uh, like with exercise, we start, start slowly. Uh, let your body adapt to, to drinking more water. Uh, start out with 15, 20, 30 ounces or so a day, especially in the morning when you break, uh, when you break the fast at breakfast is when your body is most dehydrated. Right. 
when the when you're most in need of water. It also helps to get most of the water down the first part of the day so you're not up during the evening disrupting your sleep, which can also be detrimental to your overall health. Uh, a little pinch of, of Himalayan sea salt in your water will help you not go to the bathroom quite as much, shunt the water into the cells, which is also very healthy. All right, there's a lot going on with you and your life. Uh, you mentioned during your, your live uh, keynote presentation that you spent time in a monastery. Um, did I say that right? Yes, that's, that's, that's true. I spent some time in the East, uh, studied comparative religions. Like, in, well, in, in, the, in the East. I mean, we're not talking about um, Virginia. Uh, where in the East? No, we're talking about uh, everywhere from Indonesia, Thailand, um, <laughs> India, and Japan. That is amazing. Yeah, it, it was an amazing experience. And you didn't speak for how long at, at one of these monasteries? At one point, I went on a 60-day silent retreat at a monastery, which does make it much easier to not speak when you're in a silent monastery situation. So for 60 days, not one word? Was there an accidental, <clears throat> did you cough, or does that count? Or I think coughing was okay. I probably did occasionally, uh, but most notes as far as the food prep and everything and uh, other duties were were uh, communicated via notepad. Talk a little bit about when you pointed out at, a mo- at the monastery, you did five or six hours of meditation every day. And I loved when you said research shows you only need five minutes. Um, so you went overkill. Uh, maybe w- talk about the five minutes of meditation that a guy like me or our listeners needs to, I guess, lower stress and, and make our, our lives easier and happier. Yeah, you really can get uh, an awful lot out of just a little bit of uh, consistent time set aside for yourself. Uh, meditation can be as easy as uh, focusing on your breath. As easy as counting breaths for, for five minutes, up to ten. Most people only get to two or three, maybe four, before their their mind starts to wander. Um, we usually suggest a compassionate, bring yourself back to the present moment, which is why the breath is helpful. Uh, but there are a multitude of different uh, techniques that one can use, and you can certainly find one that is uh, more fitting for your personality. All right, we'll put a link to your website on our uh, webpage for this uh, broadcast. and po- We do all our podcasts uh, online as well at adamritzshow.com. Um, before I let you go, your, uh, I guess, Twitter or Facebook, do you do any of the social stuff? Sure. We have a Human Form Fitness page uh, on Facebook. Okay, that's Stephen Ladd. I'm going to go drink 100 ounces of water. Right now, I'll see you in the bathroom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> Hello, this is Mike Dilbeck, founder and president of the Responsibility Project, which is a national program to empower people to intervene in problem situations. You can find us at www.raproject.org. And you're listening to The Adam Ritz Show. Continuing at the State University of New York, Buffalo, also known as UB, also known as University at Buffalo. We're with the head coach of the Buffalo Bulls college football team. He's Lance Leipold. Hi, Lance. How are you? I'm doing well, Adam. How are you today? I'm fantastic. I want to thank you for your time. I know you're busy as a head coach, but we love getting the perspective of head coaches um, with some of the social issues that we cover on this public affairs broadcast. Uh, Issues like academics, how important that is, community service, character, integrity, fatherhood. I understand you're a family man, so let's touch on some of these uh, issues. Let's start with fatherhood. um, how tough is it with such a demanding, time-consuming uh, job as a head coach for a Division One college football team to, to spend time with your kids? I mean, that's got to be a drain on you. It, it is a balancing act. You know, it's one that sometimes puts a strain on a family, to be quite honest. But uh, 
like just this past Friday was my daughter's birthday, and it's tough when the season starts uh, and and you're not always there for for your children's birthday, especially as fast as time flies by. But we we try to make sure that we we carve out times at a certain time of the year where we get away as a family, and we like to get to the beach and go down south and do things. And you try to be there for as many time things as you can. And sometimes you just got to find that you're going to make time, and, and it means if you work a little later or get up a little earlier, you make sure you do it, and, and you try to be there for them as well as be. Uh, sometimes a father figure for many other uh, you know players within your program you just touched on the topic I wanted to bridge next you're a father figure for your own players um, some of these guys across America whether you're a student athlete or not maybe don't have a father figure from home um, how does that I guess balancing act as you put it come across to those guys you're not only their head coach or mentor but maybe you're their, their dad too yeah and as as well as our nine assistant coaches. And, and a lot of times we have to do that mentoring for them. It's amazing uh, as the years go by that you you meet with these young men when during the recruiting process and there's only one, one parent or sometimes no parent in the room helping them make such a lifelong decision, not just a four-year football decision or academic, a 40-year decision for their life and career path. And so we have to do that. And, and one thing we've always believed in is structure and discipline. And, and it starts with small things. And one of our first things we talk about is being on time. And, and if you can't be on time, it's hard to hold the job. So mm -hmm. we, we try to hit that right away in the program of how important that is. It shows respect. It shows that it's important to you. Um, just little things like that, being coachable, coachable in the classroom, coachable in the training room, just those things that allow you to to be able to get better at anything that you want to do. And then the other thing we would like to talk about is just giving effort. You know, we're not talking about whether it's a letter grade or a bench press or, or, or touchdowns or tackles. It's just about giving the maximum effort that, that the good Lord's given you that you have a chance to be the best person you can be. That's fantastic advice for, for your kids as a dad. It's great for your players as a coach. That's so great to hear. And you touched on academics. Um, that's one of the things that uh, – uh, I'm not going to say on average to most head coaches is not that important, but let's face it, your job is to coach football. It's not necessarily to teach trigonometry. Um, but as a dad, I'm sure academics is important with your kids. Uh, how do you balance that with your players? That you want, you want them to know this trick play for third down, but in the back of your mind, you know they've got to have those academics there as well. Well, I think the NCAA has a, has a great structure, of course, for to maintain eligibility. And I think at a school here like Buffalo that, that we have is – uh, New York's flagship university. We're an AAU accredited university. So there's a lot of things that are naturally in place at, at the situation we're at right now. And, and we have a, a great academic support system um, within athletics too that give our give our players that uh, the extra support that they need. But I, I think they also have to understand, as I mentioned earlier, football's not going to be there forever. And there's got to be some things that, that are going to pave the way for the future. And showing that, that balance and what, the, what an athletic scholar can do for them to open up other doors is something that they have to make sure they maintain and we we make sure we keep a good emphasis on that and I think the players that we have here right now are doing that. Head coach Lance Leipold joining us University at Buffalo uh, football squad and uh, I want to talk now about community service uh, both with your team what uh, what your guys do and maybe uh, personally with you and your family maybe you and your wife are involved with uh, some benefits or charities what's important to you? Well, I think first of all, for our, our players, as we say, there's they've been given this opportunity. We all have certain platforms that we're allowed that that you know young people or, or even adults get into you know football and, and college athletics. So we have um, you know you know getting into schools is very important for us here uh, to 
Tim Edwards, our defensive line coach, helps uh, that as, as well as Julie O'Neill, our, our administrative assistant, and we have a lot of our players are getting out there. Personally, being in a new area, we haven't quite been able to dive into everything, but uh, you know, there's a lot of things with, with youth and, and boys and girls clubs and things like that. Personally, uh, uh, we've had you know a fair amount of cancer in my family. I lost my mother to cancer. Those are things. Um, um, also like to get involved in. I'm a recipient of a cornea transplant, so organ donation is wow. something that, that that's important, I think, and hopefully something as we move forward here in, in western New York that, that my wife and I can continue to get involved in. But anytime you can just give, um, but, you know, when you have the opportunity uh, of being blessed and uh, uh, as we have been as a family, hopefully we'll, we'll continue to make our mark as, as we go through this. Well, I want to wrap up by mentioning uh, that you like to vacation with your family on the beach. Uh, hot weather, warm weather. You are uh, the coach in maybe one of the coldest parts of America, Buffalo, New York. You um, had huge, enormous national success at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater, winning national champions um, at the D2 level or D3 level. Which level? D3. D3. D3 level. Now it's D1, and you've, you've bounced from one horrible winter to the next horrible winter. Um, so are you a cold weather guy? Well, you learn to be. Where, where you're at. But uh, I, I think one thing we have to make sure we let people know is that uh, uh, our summers here in Buffalo, much like Wisconsin, are beautiful. We take advantage of that. You learn to deal with snow, and then w w when, you, when you have a break, you, you find a beach somewhere and enjoy that time as well. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Coach Lance Leipold, University at Buffalo, head football coach. We wish you the best of luck. Thank you very much, Adam. Hi, this is Dan Patrick for a true original. His name, Adam Ritz, a true original. And thank you for joining us as the broadcast continues in uh, the city of Commerce, Texas. We are about an hour outside of Dallas, and we're on campus at Texas A&M Commerce, one of the uh, splinter campuses of the Texas A&M system, Texas A&M Commerce. I'm with uh, student-athlete Matt Rich. Hi, Matt. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. You've got so many things going uh, on your resume, and we bring you on the show to talk about uh, some of the things you do uh, here on campus as a student leader. Um, first of all, I hear you're part of student government, SGA. What is that all about? Yes, the Student Government Association is pretty much the governing body uh, of the student body here on campus, and what we do is uh, kind of we're a liaison between the administration and the students, so if, uh, if legislation is coming down from the administrative staff, we communicate that to the students and let them aware of, like, in case they're paying any more fees, any extra. And then we kind of do the reverse of that. So if a student has a complaint about something that they think needs to be fixed, we can uh, put that through the proper channels to get it addressed properly. Is your title student body president? What are What's your title? I'm actually the historian, and that is uh, documenting uh, our, all of our events and just kind of making sure uh, we stay relevant on campus just with uh, – like from a media perspective, just taking pictures of events and everything. So you, it's up to you to make sure that the brand new giant logo on the 50-yard line of the football field that's been a viral sensation. If you, have, if you don't know what I'm talking about to our listeners, Google uh, Texas A&M Commerce Lions football logo football field, and you'll see the, mo the most enormous logo you've ever seen on a football field. So you take pictures of that and make sure that 2013, you know, 2014, that's when uh, it goes down in the annals of history here at Commerce. Pretty much that's, that's what goes on. Just making sure that uh, when people look back in the archives, I've actually made a couple trips to the archives in our library and seen some of the things that uh, 
has happened within the university, but also have noticed how they were documented by uh, the Student Government Association being involved in that time in history. So it's pretty incredible. What have you seen uh, in the past? It's kind of cool. It jumps out in your head. Well, the first visit I actually took, I opened the first box and I saw a picture of my uh, middle school basketball coach in ah. SGA here at this university. So that was pretty cool. And he had a pinky ring, which was the first thing I recognized <laughs> I knew was him. He wore it in junior high, too. Oh, he, he was. He's mm. still wearing it today, isn't he? Probably. He's probably coaching somewhere with the same pinky ring. That is funny. Okay, so uh, we've covered student government. That is a, a great, um, I guess, character uh, builder on your resume. I mean, uh, not just any guy in off the street can be in student government, but the, the story gets better with Matt Rich because you're also on the Student Advisory Athletic Committee. Is that right? SAC? Is that, did I throw in too many A's there? Student uh, Advisory Committee? Student Athlete Advisory Committee, yes. And uh, it's, it's almost exactly like SGA being that uh, rather than just the student body going up to the, uh, the campus administration, we just do it within the athletic department and to our student athletes as well. Okay. Sports-wise, what's uh, your team? Track and field, huh? Yes, sir. Track and field, 12th Which, in the nation last year. You were 12th in the nation. Your team? team was 12th in the nation. We sent, we actually sent eight guys, and we actually came back with nine All-American places because one guy doubled in uh, two of his events. He had two events going and qualified for nationals. My gosh. So um, in addition to all of that, I did also hear uh, off mic before we started this interview that you transferred here from the United States Air Force Academy. Is that right? That is correct. That, this is unbelievable, the resume that you've built at age, what, 21? 21. You're 21? Very old 21. What's your major? Uh, sports and rec management. And what, you know, I'm, I'm going to assume you've got like a 4.2 grade point average. It, I mean, we can go along with it's that. It's pretty good. With and with that resume and your experience and your major, what do you want to do with your life? And more importantly, I guess, um, have the job offers started coming in for a guy like you, a go-getter like you? Uh, the job offers have not come in yet. I'm shocked. I'm really shocked, to be I honest with you. I'm still waiting. But, um, but yeah, hopefully I, I really want to do something with uh, kind of marketing and promotion just because I feel like being all these organizations in a – and even thanks to your shows, I've learned to kind of uh, keep a good head on my shoulders. And uh, if you combine that with all the, the accomplishments, uh, like within track and SGA and all that stuff, I think uh, I'm able to join almost any organization and use my accomplishments to be a good representative of that organization. So really uh, any promotional tools or marketing, I think that's kind of where my fit is once I graduate. Matt Rich is our guest. He's a student leader at the Texas A&M uh, commerce campus and we're talking about leadership and integrity and character and uh, real quick about your experience with the um, United States Air Force Academy um, is there a, was there a military background before that do you want to go maybe into the military in some part of your life again um I actually no, no one in my family went well my immediate family I was actually the first to to be able to attend college so uh, my junior year, I was able to have a good uh, track year, and he, my coach said, uh, pick anywhere you want to go, and I'll try to help you in. And a couple months later, I got a phone call from them. And uh, I didn't expect to go there, but I went on the visit, and I thought, I'm going to try this out because it's an opportunity that might not ever come again. And uh, But, yeah, I spent my, my fall semester there, went through basic training the day after my 18th birthday, and then uh, kind of talked it out and really figured out where I wanted to go with my life and just uh, I kind of need a different situation for my own personal success. And... Uh, I really missed all my friends up there, and it was a beautiful place, but um, I'm happy where I'm at right now. You're home now. You're, you're 12th in the country, and you're fast. What's your uh, event in track and field? Oh, uh, yes. Our team actually made it 12th in the country, sure. and we, we actually weren't ranked like at all like that. We've never been ranked that high in a long, long time, but I actually finished 8th in the decathlon, oh, cool. and it was painfully awesome. The, it was great. It was good. 
So out of the decathlon, what, of those 10 sports or events, what's your favorite? Probably pole vault just because I enjoy it, and then also the 1500 because it's the last one, and after that I can finally sit down. That is great. I, I, I love meeting guys like you um, at your age with all you're doing and, and what's going to happen for the rest of your life. It's some, it's some great, great things you're going to accomplish. And I hope we stay in touch. Uh, I'm going to put a picture of you on my website for this uh, broadcast, Adam Rich Show, because I want our listeners to look at you and tell me who they think you look like. Because as I've been talking to you, your face, you look famous to me, and I can't think why or I can't think of who. So I'm going to ask you, who do you hear most often when people say, you know, Matt, you look just like, is there a celebrity out there that you get called? Not really a celebrity, but I personally think sometimes, I think my hair is curling up now, hopefully Russell Wilson, he's a good guy, so I try to look like him. And uh, depending on how long I stay outside in the sun, maybe a little bit darker, I'll probably look like Akon by the end of this year. <laughs> I can see the Russell Wilson, to- absolutely the same hair. In fact, you're doing your hair like that on purpose, aren't you? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Well, I'm telling you what, love meeting guys like you, high character. And before I let you go, um, we have a lot of young listeners on the broadcast that uh, want to go to college. They're all about their sports and they're all about grades, which is great. Uh, but I like to also throw in that character angle, that uh, integrity, community service. So what can you tell a 17-year-old listening right now that wants to go to college, that uh, needs to get more involved maybe off the court, out of the classroom, character, integrity-wise? I think the number one thing for me is really just uh, understand where your comfort zone is and then just break out of it. Because that's, that's really what I did once I came here was it took me a while. Uh, me and my best friend, we painted up for soccer games, just taking our shirts off and just getting crazy. So, like, like even just today, like, I just I came in, I recognized you, just shook your hand and, just uh, talk to you for a little bit and now I'm being interviewed by you, so you never know what's going to happen whenever you just uh, step out of your comfort zone and just talk to people. Matt, thank you so much for your time. We wish you the best of luck. Thank you. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.